Let's talk Rank IQ. This is a really cool tool built by Brandon Gailey of the Blogging Millionaire podcast. Um, he is an SEO expert, and it's interesting because it's kind of like Surfer SEO, but specifically for bloggers. And it's interesting because Surfer does try to position themselves for bloggers a lot more. I do think Rank IQ has pros and cons versus Surfer versus anything else in the market. But let's talk about like, is this worth your time? Should we be bothering with this? Um, Rank IQ is quite an interesting tool because it provides keywords that are basically easy when you're definitely going to grab them and rank for them kind of keywords. However, everyone else who has Rank IQ can see them as well. So there's pros and cons with that. Um, it also runs these reports, which give you basically um, must words or LSI words that you need to mention inside of the post to rank on the first page of Google. I'm going to walk you through a bit of how this works and talk about um, whether or not it's worth it. But to start, I do want to be clear on the price up front. It is $49 a month um, for the base plan. There is a $99 a month plan that gets you even more reports. So you get 16 on the base plan, and I don't remember how many on the higher plan. But there's kind of a secret plan once you've been a member with them for at least a month. You can request to go down to the $29 a month level, which is eight reports. And it's significantly cheaper, to be honest. Um, most people are not going to be writing 16 posts a month, so you don't really need that amount. And then from there, let's just dive right in. So keyword library here is where you can find every keyword that is on the site, basically. There's almost 12,000 pages of them. So there's a lot of keywords here. And obviously it is ridiculous to try and go through every single one of those individually. So what you do instead is you search by your niche. So there's overarching niches like food, travel, mom, parenting, da da da. Or if you went in here, you can find even more specific ones. So like air miles loyalty, if that's something that you're focused on on your site, there's 210 keywords there for you. Um, if you don't want to scroll all the way, you can also just search, oops, travel, and then you'll come up with all of the travel things that exist, basically. You can see there's a lot on various destinations. Um, if the one that you write on doesn't exist here, you can simply come over to can't find your niche, click here, and you can submit a request to them um, via email for them to start including your niche. So from here, you can search by those individual niches, but there's a lot of other ways to search by competition. And so essentially he's filtered it here based on what your DA is. Um, he has a video on the homepage, that breaks down like what you should be targeting depending on where you're at. But essentially if your DA is under uh, 30, you wanna go up to 20. If your DA is 30 or above to about 40, you can target this level. DA 40 plus, you can target higher. I will say I take issue with this because um, number one, he doesn't really look at search intent or how niche down your site is. So for example, if you have a site that is like all about Rome, you can rank for a lot more even if your DA is lower. So I think the competition thing is, it's very much an estimate. Um, I do understand where he's coming from, but again, to me, it reads a lot like the 
um, difficulty levels on key search that just aren't super accurate. Now, time to rank is really cool because you kind of don't see that anywhere else. Basically, with time to rank, it depends on how fast you want to rank on the first page of Google. Some things, obviously, with keywords can take a year to do so. He's recommending based on your DA now. This is a new addition. It used to just be that, like, you just had the different times to rank. It didn't really affect DA. Um, which ones you should target. And I think it does make sense that you want to go with easier to rank ones first. I think it does make a lot of sense. Um, but I don't know that it means you can't go for the other ones. So that's just an option to filter by as well. Then he does a different metric than we're used to. So most of us are used to um, average monthly page views, which are basically monthly impressions. And so because of that, it looks quite high. However, as we know, you're never really getting all of that impression. It just doesn't really happen because um, not everyone clicks through. It depends on your location, um, on the page of Google and all sorts of other factors, especially like thinking of weather, uh, like, I don't know, what's the weather where I am now? You look at that little widget on the top. You don't really go into like all the sites about it. So what Brandon has done is he has amalgamated this based on the traffic that the top 10 results get in Ahrefs. Ahrefs has a feature where like you can see um, how much estimated traffic something gets versus like, like beside the page views. So you get like both ideas essentially. Um, and he has amalgamated this to be for the full year because obviously a lot of things are very seasonal. So like if you had like a Christmas mocktail or cocktail or party or Christmas lights or whatever, that's going to pick up for a little while, but we're not searching that year round. So this is basically how many visits you might get throughout the year, which means that even though it might seem lower, like this one um, about some banknote I don't really understand, is like it's under a thousand a year. And you might think like K divided by 12, it's not that much. And that's true. It's not that much. However, that is like the estimated traffic you will get from being on page one. So with that, it's the actual kind of rough click-through numbers for that keyword. And it doesn't, it factors in like syntactically similar keywords, but doesn't factor in all the keywords. So you can even up this by adding things like FAQs. Now, if you want to search by um, just individual things, you can start typing different words. So for example, I don't always like to look just in the travel section because sometimes um, the way this is formatted, things kind of get put in different spots you wouldn't expect. So let's say I want to know about California. And again, you can put commas to have any. If you want all, you would select all. This is very, very similar to Ahrefs, to be honest. <laughs> but here I'm going to get a lot of extra things on California like camping, that might not be in the California section. That might be somewhere else. Um, Airbnb camping, Airstream camping, like I'm guessing that's actually in a camping area and not in um, the California travel section. So personally, I prefer to filter it this way to try and get as much relevant stuff as I can um, because otherwise you are kind of at the mercy of the organization and I don't want to miss stuff. Like you might find something that's like super, super great. So then it's up to you to go through them. If you click on them, you can add them to your My Keywords section, which is basically just a list that looks just like this, but only of the ones you have added. 
Um, and in there as well, just like here, you can filter by competition. So we can filter by low competition. Ah, whoops. Go back to low competition. There we go. <laughs> um, which is like two. That'd be really, really easy to get. Um, and you can see, I can start looking through, okay, maybe I want to go by the lowest competition, maybe the highest search volume. We can filter that way. Time to rank. And then this button here to run a report, you would only click if you want to run a report to get all of those LSI keywords. Basically a report gives you like, I'll show you a report in a minute, but it gives you extra information. And so you have access to all of these keywords an unlimited amount of keywords, but the amount of reports is limited per month. Um, now you can also exclude keywords. So for example, if you didn't want to talk about like maybe London, Ontario, you wanted to talk about London, England, you can put in here like remove Ontario or remove Canada or move ON or whatever. Um, that way you only get the ones that are in England. Now keyword type is interesting because this is a new thing that they've added. You can now search for questions, comparison keywords, reviews, and best. Um, this is something I think they got the idea from from Keyword Chef because Keyword Chef has had this for a long time. Um, and it's cool that it's here now too. So you can search by questions. Let's do California again. Um, and search that way. And so here we've got a lot of questions about California. And these can be really good because number one, question keywords more often than not are capable of ranking for different types of snippets, like people also ask, um, the featured snippet, things like that. And a lot of times they are um, zero to hero keywords. So they are ones that have a low search volume because no one's recognized them yet or they have no answers that really match the user intent properly. So you can go in there and steal these out from under the other people essentially. Um, but it is cool to like flick through these. As you know, I'm very much a do it myself kind of person. So I've taken some issue with the keywords here. I have multiple times found ones that when I do my own analysis of them, um, even with Ahrefs, the same tool that he uses, it's not what he says it is. And it's it's been rare. It's only happened on occasion. Um, but it's happened often enough for me to have some questions about this and to recommend that you don't just blindly accept any keywords he offers. Instead, you do reevaluate them. Like I would not say you can just have rank IQ. You have to still have key search and or hrefs. Now in the report section, we're just going to go through and pick one. So we have where to stay near Jasper National Park, and we're going to open up the report. So this is the first thing you'll get is it's um, what to target. So there's a grade um, with travel. Most of them are A or above, to be honest. You get the average word count, which is like the recommended word count you should go for. Um, again, a lot of this stuff is in the key search content assistant area for free. So take it with a grain of salt. Um, and I will say I would not run an optimization report on something like a zero volume keyword because it's going to pull from what's in the top 10 already ranking. And if the top 10 is terrible or like just forums, it's going to skew the results. Now it has some information on Google ranking analysis, which is interesting. So it tells you that like competition score that he gives, time to rank, estimated visits per year, and you can download the whole thing. And then it's interesting because you can look at the different topics that Google wants you to deal with. 
um, some of these like best places are clearly not topics. So I think he misuses the word topic. Um, it is more like the phrases that are must words that you're going to want. And then relevance is how often someone else has used it, how many of the different competitors use it and how important. So he always ranks it by like the ones that you need to use the most first and the ones that you definitely have to include first sort of a thing. Um, then it goes through the title analysis of what, um, what words are in different titles for your competitors, what they all are, shows you the um, highest graded people that match these results in the SERPs, which are the top 10. But then here is the content optimizer. So this is where you can either write in here, personally, I just copy and paste it from Jasper or wherever I've been writing, but usually Jasper. Um, it will, if you just copy and paste it though, you have to save draft, leave to report, and then come back because it has to like refresh itself. Um, and then the grade will update as you're writing. So I even put stuff from my writers in here, um, even if I've told them to optimize with this, with like, and I, and I send them the report, um, I will, sorry, Theo is barking. Um, I will redo it after because oftentimes they do not go for the A++ that they should. And I always try to target an A++ as long as it's natural. So over here, again, you can see like the rankings are very similar of which ones we should include um, in this post. Now with Surfer SEO, it recommends a number of times to use them in the post. This one doesn't. And I think there's flaws with both. I wish there was a middle ground. So with Surfer, it will tell you like, okay, use this 22 times. And you're like, Jesus Christ, like, like no, it just makes no sense. It really wants you to over-optimize. With this, you have no idea how many times your competitors have used these. So it becomes a bit more manual again to go in and check what your competitors are doing. Um, but basically my way of thinking of it is the higher up it is, the more often you should use it probably two to three times. Um, some of them, like if it's like a lodge or resort, this is obviously like a, an affiliate post for hotels or resorts or something. Um, you're going to mention them maybe twice because you're going to mention them in a header and then inside of the body of that text. And that's probably fine. Um, you can also show unused. So as you write, you're not going to get like bogged down in what is already existing or like what you've already used because it'll turn green. Like if I type in Jasper National Park, it goes green. But if I type show, um, pardon me, if I toggle to a show unused, it gets rid of it. Um, this is the thing though with this and with um, Surfer is that they're both looking for optimization based on what's in here. And they can't really look at, does it make sense? Is it good English? Blah, blah, blah. It just, it's not how they work. So you still have to be doing the work of writing a good post that is written for people. Um, typically what I do is I would come into Rank IQ, I would look at kind of what's in the recommendations and make my outline. Um, I would still do this with key search as well, which is why I'm kind of like, I don't know if it's worth it because typically when I've compared it with key search, it's the same. Like I can find all the same stuff. Um, you just get extra like words basically that you would probably use. So in here, you're gonna, you basically write your outline and then you'd go away and write it just like you normally would. You would not write it looking to optimize for this stuff in the same time. You would write it and then come back later and then double checks. So maybe you didn't use best hotels exactly. 
Maybe you didn't use indoor pool exactly or outdoor pool. Um, you would just come back and then you might add in a couple of those terms sort of a thing. But I do not recommend, and Surfer is the same for Surfer SEO, I don't recommend writing like in here and then looking at these the whole time because you will over-optimize. Um, you will naturally just try to include them far too much and it will become a problem. So be careful. <laughs> and yeah, take stuff with a grain of salt too, because sometimes like it might say 3000 and you know, it should be 4000. Um, again, they don't tend to put limits on things. And something I don't like with this as well is it never tells you how often to use your primary keyword, which to me seems like the most basic thing it should help tell you to do, I guess, if that makes sense. So because it doesn't do that, you still have to, again, like I said, have key search, do the manual searches for everything. Um, yeah, which becomes a little bit frustrating. You can also connect it to your search console to check rankings, and you can look at your keywords and export them whenever you feel. Um, another issue that I had with Surfer is that if you cancel your plan at any point, you lose entire access to everything. So even the reports you've already run um, that maybe you haven't like filled out yet, like you can see I have a bunch here that I just haven't had time to do. Um, they, actually that's not true, I just haven't fully finished the optimization for it yet. Um, they're here, but I, if I close my account for even a month because I'm like, okay, I'm going to just like write these posts, I will lose access to all of these. I will have to go in manually ahead of time and download a CSV report, which does not look like this. <laughs> it looks like it has, so it has these bits up top and then it just has this list, but it, and it has all of them, it doesn't say see all, but like it does not have the functionality to be checking like this as you go. So it, it's kind of, I think that's pretty shitty to be honest. I don't like that that's the limitation of it um, and that you also cannot access your saved my keywords um, once you are not paying for even a month. Um, so I think it's pretty common with a lot of systems that like if, you, if you've paid for a report, you should be able to access that report in perpetuity. So yeah, that's basically... Um, <laughs> That's basically rank IQ. I think it is good. I just don't think it's perfect or like the best to be on end all. I think there are definitely limitations to it versus uh, Surfer. I think Surfer also has limitations versus this. Surfer doesn't have a lower plan that like competes with this um, $29 a month one. I don't love that rank IQ no longer advertises that yet they still offer it. Um, and they're kind of guilt trippy when you try to get it, to be honest. They're like, oh, well, it doesn't really cover our costs. And it's like, then either you have it or you don't have it. You got to pick one. Um, yeah. And I think with Rank IQ as well, it definitely wasn't built for travel bloggers to begin with. I've seen a fair number of issues with the travel ones. So take things with a grain of salt. I think the reports are pretty good. I think they're interesting. Personally, this is not a must-have, in my opinion. This is a, like, I don't know, down-the-line luxury. I would say have key search first. Um, I would then say if you wanted to get fancier, go to Ahrefs instead and, like, do a month of it and then just download all the stuff there because you can get all this information there, basically. And then go to key search content assistant and then run basically the report that's almost exactly like this. Um, 
yeah, and then I would say between it and Surf for SEO, I'm still pretty torn. I think that both have the ability for user error to mess things up by over-optimizing stuff. Um, I think it's a little bit less likely with Rank IQ because it doesn't give you as much, where Surfer SEO gives you a lot. And admittedly, Surfer SEO is also a keyword research tool like Key Search. I don't, I've never really gotten into that side of it. So I think from that perspective, the fact that you can manually do your own helps a lot. Whereas with Rank IQ, you can run reports on any phrase, even if it's not one of their keywords. But it is frustrating that you still then need to have something like Key Search paid alongside it. So very much up to you. Um, personally, I do like it. I think it gamifies it for me a little bit more. And when I'm distracted or if there's posts that like, like affiliate posts that I'm still getting used to and struggle with kind of getting fully fledged, it does help with that. It's, it's an interesting thing to use. Um, and yeah, I just really wish they would bring back the $29 a month one or that they would be clearer about not offering it or something. Like it just, it feels a bit weird. Um, but yeah, I think it's really interesting. The Facebook group's really nice. They've got a lot of information there. Um, his podcast is okay. It's not my favorite, to be honest. I think he's a nice guy, but I don't really enjoy the podcast. Um, I would recommend Niche Pursuits over it, even though Niche Pursuits is a lot bigger. <laughs> um, yeah, but I do think it's interesting. I think it's helpful for newer people who struggle with keyword research um, to just come in and grab keywords. But like I said, I would always recommend double checking things, especially because it doesn't like update the competition visits per year and time to rank um, as it goes like regularly. So sure, somebody with like a DA70 site could just come in and write for all of those two competition ones. And then that competition would really change. So yeah, it's definitely a grain of salt thing. Um, I have like my little nitpicky things. Obviously, I still use it. I still enjoy it. I still think it is a good product. I just think you have to be smart about how you use it. If you have any questions, let me know.